And welcome, everyone. And uh, it's a big one. We just finished them, the state championships. And that's what we're going to be talking about on this edition of your Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. We got six state champions, some of them new state champions. Some of them have done it before. Some of them have uh, done it a number of times before. And we'll be talking to the head coach of each one of the state championship teams, uh, talking about uh, what they attribute their success to, and uh, just uh, generally the state of football, not only in their program, but across the state of Indiana. So it's going to be an interesting little podcast there as we will review the state championship games and again hear from the head coaches from each one of the state championship teams. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We hope you enjoy the show. Sit back and relax, and let's listen to what state championship coaches have to say. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And as promised, we're going to go down and talk to each one of the state championship coaches there and uh, talk a little bit about their game. First up, of course, we'll start with 1A. And uh, Dave Pash, the head coach of Lutheran, Indianapolis Lutheran, they topped Adams Central 35-28. to This is the third state title in a row for Lutheran. And it also, which is a unusual situation, is the third time they've met Adams Central for a state championship. Lutheran's uh, Jeremiah King was the winner of the Medal Attitude uh, Award. And uh, here's what Coach Dave Pash had to say about uh, the continued success at Indianapolis Lutheran High School. We've got a community that supports everything we do. Uh, we have high expectation. They provide the resources to do it. Um, that's the only. It's not about one guy. And and when we, we before we came out, everything we talked about in the locker room was uh, the commitment, the sacrifice you make. This is not an easy thing to do. And uh, you know, playing football at Lutheran High School is not an easy thing to do. But uh, really teaches kids those life lessons that you're willing to sacrifice and dedicate yourself. I got a chance to ask Coach uh, Pash what it was like to uh, be in a small school like that, small school atmosphere uh, where everybody really uh, uh, takes it upon themselves to help the other guy. And here's what Coach had to say. Well, we, you know, one thing about being in a small school is you get to know everybody well, um, both both their, their qualities and their imperfections. And uh, you get held accountable to that. And um, along with that, you know, it becomes the responsibility for, for – uh, caring for and taking care of those around you and uh, this group models that as i mentioned this is the third state championship in a row for lutheran and i had a chance to ask coach a little bit about uh uh, you know, uh, what's coming up next and uh, uh, the wise old coach uh, didn't want to answer that question he just answered it in this way which was a great answer uh, well, I, <laughs> everybody wants to go to next year. How about we just enjoy tonight and this afternoon? And uh, uh, it's you know, I'm gonna we, we haven't talked about 43 all week. 43 is a heck of a run. Uh, that's really really difficult to do. Uh, there's a lot of pressure, not as much on me, but on these kids because they know it and their families talk about it and their fans talk about it. And, uh, they've had the. The, the, the fortitude to move forward one week at a time and accomplish and, and they don't want to nobody wants to be the group that loses that one and uh, uh, we don't have to worry about that today and congratulations to coach Page and of course Lutheran High School for their third state championship in a row outstanding program there and just uh, a big uh, congratulations once again to coach and to his staff his players their fans uh, their entire community there at uh, 
feed into Lutheran High School. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We're going to talk to the state championship coach from 2A Ball, Coach Kyle Lindsay from the Fort Wayne Bishop Lewer Saints. And I had a chance to talk to Coach Lindsay a little bit about uh, the overall performance of the team in the state championship game, and they focused especially on the second half. Here's what Coach had to say. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter how long we hold on the ball. Uh, our goal heading out of halftime was to pound the rock a little bit, also take advantage of some one-on-one opportunities. Um, again, we didn't have a, a lot of opportunity in the first half um, to really get into our game plan um, offensively, but uh, the defense, you know, credit to them, um, credit to this young offensive line, the senior backs, you know, everybody. Again, special teams, they were phenomenal. So, uh, yeah. Um, they've had their moments, yeah. We've actually, we've blocked several punts. Uh, we've blocked several kicks throughout the year. Uh, but it seemed like it's been mo- uh, a couple months since we have. Um, you know, Damian Jackson there who blocked that opening punt, um, he had two or three in the first month of the season. Uh, number two, Surrey on the punt return, he's been doing that when they've kicked it to him. He's been doing that all year. He's had, I think, two or three touchdowns called back. Um, I think he's got three punt returns for touchdowns. So uh, we've, we've had a lot of potential. We've really shored up. Uh, the kickoff team has been uh, uh, a bit of a struggle. I've given them some uh, bad field position the last uh, four or five weeks for whatever reason. Uh, I was happy to see them uh, perform well tonight, too. Coach, what is the strength of your schedule? How do you think that plays when you guys, you guys are always making appearances down here? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're healthy, I guess it, it, it's to your benefit. Uh, that's a big if. If you're healthy, we can come into the postseason, limped in the postseason, and had to find ways um, some seasons. Uh, we're fortunate. I, I put every, with the exception of a kid who just had surgery a couple days ago on his ACL, uh, I put pants in every kid's uh, lockers. Um, so we had everybody but one kid on this roster uh, was able to dress for today, which is phenomenal. I mean, uh, that's a uh, testament to the guys who run our strength program, uh, our trainers, everybody. Our kids work ethic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, if you play – Get healthy, and also we played some a lot of close games. That definitely sure. plays a factor. Uh, I think we're five and one and uh, one score games throughout the year. Right, right. Uh, some you wishing that we put away late. Um, other others we had to come back. Uh, so we've won games in every fashion. Uh, this is the best feeling of them all. How good does it feel to get one of those trophies again? Because by Lure's standards, it's been a while. Yeah, it's it's a monkey off my back. Uh, <laughs> it is. I know the communities. Uh, yeah, the amount of. Good luck messages I've received in the last uh, the last week or so. Um, it's just been it's been overwhelming, truthfully. Uh, I know a lot of people are pulling for this team. A lot of people shoot me personal messages. You know, I told the kids, you know, I do this for them. Uh, that's every adult who does this. Uh, it's for the kids. I want them to experience uh, the same same feeling I had when I was their age. Um, you know. To see 62 kids and our, our nine managers all get that experience, uh, you know, it's a special feeling. What year did you graduate again? 2002. So I played in 99, 2000, 2001 down there. Okay, that's right. Congratulations. Next up, the three A schools went at each other. Indianapolis Chittard took on Heritage Hill from the south, and uh, Indianapolis Chittard topped Heritage Hills by a score of 35-7. to This is the 17th state championship by of course, uh, Indianapolis Chittard there. And, uh, of course, uh, their coach, Rob Doyle, we had a chance to talk to him and uh, see what he had to say about uh, the second time in a row that he has been the head coach of winning a state championship. Also, a special note that Braxton Schaefer was named uh, 
the uh, Mental Attitude Award winner from Heritage Hills. So congratulations to him. To him. Here's what Coach Rob Doyle had to say about the win by Chittard. Yeah, you know, we've got a great group of seniors, and they set this goal from the beginning to be undefeated, number one, which is no easy task with our schedule. Number two, to get this far and win this game. And they've had a proud tradition. They've been working hard together. Some of these guys would get together on their own during COVID when things were locked down and worked on their own. So that's the kind of kids we have. I'm just so happy for them because they deserve this. They've worked really hard to get here. Well, those are those are both special kids. You don't have a lot of Riley Canets. You know, Riley missed a lot of the year with a broken wrist again, but we got him to a thousand yards today, and Daniel Shaw had a thousand. So that's something real special. And Collins, a two-way guy. It's really hard to be a starter on our team, let alone to play both ways. So he missed the ball in the end zone, and we were messing with him a little bit. And so he got that first pick, and it's like, all right, well, you got it on defense, so we'll let you slide this time. Yeah, I think when you have senior leadership, uh, senior leadership runs the ship. You know, coaches can only say so much before it just becomes stale. And now those things have to come from within. And one of the things that we talk about with our guys this year is decisions that you make. Decide to be the best man you can be, and you're going to be a great football player. And there were times in this year when I saw those guys make that decision, honor it, and they played that way. And it was fun to watch. Thank you. I'm with the IHSA, the uh, Football Coaches Association. Yes. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, tell us a little bit about, was there a difference between last year's team, this year's team, that kind of thing? Well, I think this year's team, the defense was elite. And I knew that any time I rolled somebody out, we were going to be in really good shape. Uh, Not that we weren't good last year, we were. But this defense was something special. And and to be able to roll those guys out there, it really led us even in times where we might have struggled. So I think that's the biggest difference. And then this group of seniors, I mentioned the guys a second ago. During COVID, Luke Perica would have the guys out on the football field somewhere, not at Chittard, and he had them working out on his own, you know, when they were freshmen. So that's the kind of kids these guys are, and they've worked so hard to get here, so I'm really happy for them. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Four A ball was next, and East Central completed their second uh, state championship in a row and also undefeated 15-0 and as they defeated Northwood, uh, who had a 12-3 and record by a score of 42-14. East Central's Dylan Maxwell won the Mental Attitude Award winner, and uh, also we had a chance to talk to Coach Jake Miners, the head coach of East Central, and here's what Coach had to say. We only returned one on the defensive line. That was a starter for us last year. Um, we returned two guys on the offensive, offensive line uh, this year. So coming into the year, we were a little unsure uh, you know, how it was going to pan out. But uh, after week one, we knew we might have something special there. And those guys, again, just continue to improve. Uh, they don't care about the limelight, don't care about any of that stuff. Uh, they like those other guys. And they call them the pretty guys uh, going out and getting the limelight. Um, you know, the, We celebrate our offensive line and defensive line in our program. And those guys uh, just continue continue to show up for us in two groups specifically that we have leaned on here in the playoff run. It's our coaching staff doing a couple things and keeping things lighthearted. Uh, we, we, we specifically planned some time during practice and in, uh, in the classroom, that sort of stuff to keep things lighthearted. But this group specifically... You know, they, they came out today, I asked them if they were feeling any pressure, feeling that, and they said, no, coach, we're just ready to go play ball again. And that, that's just how these guys are. They're a unique group that don't let the pressure really get to them. Uh, they just really, really enjoy playing football together, and they had one last opportunity to do that today. Thanks, coach. Congratulations, coach. Thank you. I certainly want to congratulate uh, the 4A state championship team uh, there for 
uh, the East Central uh, Trojans over Northwood. Um, and, uh, you know, again, two outstanding teams going at each other there. It's always a shame to have to say uh, somebody loses, but uh, nevertheless, congratulations uh, to take uh, Coach Jake Miners, the entire community from East Central, as well as our players and everyone involved. Next up, we've got uh, a 5A state champion to talk to, a 5A state championship coach, that is, and that's Coach Kurt Tippman. And uh, Coach Tippman will be with us here, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, the challenges that they faced when they squared off uh, and played with um, the uh, Decatur Central group, the Decatur Hawks. And uh, we'll see what, uh, well, let's just find out what Coach had to say. Absolutely, it's a good, it's a good defense. No, it didn't surprise us. They're big up front, and we knew it's going to be hard to block. And that's why we're trying some different things down on the goal line, just because these guys are hard to block. We're a little bit undersized at some spots, and it's hard to move those guys out of the way. So, um, you know, credit to them. It's great defense. We knew they were a good defense coming in, so that was not a surprise at all. We knew points were going to be at a minimum. Um, but, we, you know, that's kind of the way it is in playoff football. Was it difficult to stay patient, like with your play calling, and make sure the kids just stay? Oh, no. What was frustrating is getting the opportunities and then not getting points. And, you know, that was hard at the end of the first half. No question about it. It was hard on us as coaches and hard on us as as players. And we talked very pointedly at halftime about, you know, this this is a character check, you know. Um, We could very easily fold here. But uh, that's not, you know. Not what we're made of. And to the kids' credit, coaches' credit, shook it off. It's hard. It stung. Shook it off. And, uh, you know, obviously played better in the second half. Took advantage of some of those opportunities. And, you know, that's why we're winning. If you were told you would keep them out of the end zone today, what would you have thought? Well, we did last week, too. So, um, not surprising. Uh, you know, um, you know, we, we've been playing very well on defense. Very well on defense. Coach, one thing that Schneider always does, and I've watched you guys play for about 40 years, is you get better as the game goes on. What do you attribute that to? Our work ethic. The kids work extremely hard. They're in great shape. We haven't played a team that's as in good a shape as us. Strength to, uh, uh, credit to our strength coach, Alex Roberts and Seth Congdon. But our kids work extremely hard. You know, they're, they're there a lot in the summer, and we, we don't always do football in the summer. I know the, the, the new thing is to do a bunch of football in the summer. And we, we work hard in the summer, and we get to the football when we're in good shape. And um, it's, it's something that every kid that's ever played in the football program, they know how hard they're working because they worked hard when they were there, and they'd be disappointed if, if the kids in the program right now don't work that hard. So it's kind of a rite of passage, but it's something that we're very proud of, and it, it leads to you know being able to play well in, in the most crucial points in games in the fourth quarter. Now, Tuesday, you said you came into this season with a lot of questions. Absolutely. And you got off to a good start. Uh, the Warren Central, Central yeah. Uh, what does this say about the answers? Well, um, we knew the answers you know, long before tonight because the kids put in the work, had great attitudes about it, were very coachable, and, um, you know, whether we won tonight or not, you know, we, we knew that these kids were doing what we asked of them, and to me, that's successful. Absolutely. Congratulations, Thanks, Coach. Coach. Very proud Thanks, of Coach. you. And once again, we want to congratulate Coach Tipman and the Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers on a state championship. That's a third state championship crown. And also, uh, 
It was a special night, as uh, Coach Huber will talk a little bit about it for uh, the Tipman family, as their son Jake Tipman was awarded the Mantle Attitude Award uh, for Class 5A. So just an outstanding program, outstanding coaching, outstanding players, and a great community there and great community support. Uh, so we're very uh, proud of the uh, um, Panthers from uh, Fort Wayne Snyder and the north end of the state. So congratulations once again uh, to Coach Kurt Tipman and the Fort Wayne Snyder Panthers on a state championship. Next up, we have the 6A state championship game that took place in, uh, of course, Lucas Oil. And uh, Ben Davis came out on top 38-10 to 10 over Crown Point. Jeff Mashid from Crown Point was the winner of the Mental Attitude Award. And we had a chance to talk to uh, head coach Russ Mann, uh, head coach of Ben Davis there. And uh, here's what coach had to say about another state championship, which makes it their 10th state championship at Ben Davis. Well, uh, it hasn't set in yet, uh, uh, but we're in a great spot. We had uh, 40 seniors and our parents did a great job raising these young men. And uh, you've met a few of them. Uh, they're incredible. I mean, like, I know their interviews are probably a lot better than my interviews right now. So they're, uh, it started right with them. What went right tonight, that second half especially, you guys came out on a mission? No no doubt, and, uh, and it, it was the mindset that they've had the whole time. Our team had it, and you could just see it this morning, uh, uh, the way that we did our files, the way that we did our walkthrough. You could tell like uh, it was going to be a special day. We, we didn't get off the fast start that we you know, kind of wanted to. Didn't punch it in as many times as we wanted to, but uh, uh, we knew it was building. And uh, the, the composure that we have and the poise that we have, you could see it there in the uh, second quarter. No frustrations, no, nothing, 10-3 uh, no going into halftime. Uh, they did a nice job coming out there in the second half and uh, putting us some points on the board. Well, if uh, anyone doubted us, it was good for them. Like uh, 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 we knew what we had, we knew what we uh, we had a special group that was going to be good at all three phases. And to do that at a six A level, when you have a, a kicking game, you have a defense, and you have an offense, we didn't have really a weakness, so we knew we were going to be able to uh, compete for the six A state championship. Oh, well, that's a testament to our offensive line coaches. They developed and in, in, in the mid level to have more than five starting offensive linemen. We were out uh, multiple starting uh, starters in the playoffs, uh, so. To go eight deep at the offensive line position, that was a testament to what we did in that position group and our offensive line coaches getting ready. What was the message at halftime that had you guys coming out with your hair on fire? Oh, like I, if you were in there, you would have uh, you would have thought we were maybe up 14, maybe up 21. It was uh, very, very composed in there. Uh, uh, just some a few adjustments made, no panic. Uh, the same thing that was, like in the uh, Brownsburg game, where there was uh, no panic. Now it's not great to go down 18 points, but. Uh, uh, definitely some composure in, in, in the uh, Well, there's a little race that was uh, the public school is trying to see who got to the uh, first to get to that 10th state title. So uh, uh, it was nice to uh, uh, add that 10th one. Uh, the guys have, um, we, we put a shirt on that, uh, that had the state championship date on 11 25, 2023. We knew that this would probably upset some people over here, the 11 25. But we put it with uh, white letters and a purple background so that we can envision it on the board so that uh, it doesn't matter if you're a sophomore, junior, or senior, you're a part of that state championship. So uh, every time they come back, they can look right on that board. It's going to be starting a new row down there in the uh, b- bottom left of our scoreboard. Benefited oh, your team. No doubt. And the, the 6A South is a bloodbath. Like the whole time, like the 6A South is a, a very difficult uh, journey to navigate through. And uh, uh, you, you get here to the state championship after surviving that gauntlet. Uh, it's like, okay, what is the north half for us? Like, uh, uh, you got Center Groves, you have Brownsburgs, you have Cathedrals, you have Lawrence North, Lawrence uh, Central, you have Franklin Central. Yeah, uh, so to survive that gauntlet and then uh, to get to the uh, state championship, yeah, you're, re- you're definitely ready. You're definitely battle-tested. 
Well, we we have to adjust and get prepared for a lot of different defenses throughout the season because we can move the ball. We 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 have a lot of explosive players. Oftentimes, we start to see some different coverages that teams will do. So once we identify that, and it usually weakens up the box, and we can establish a run a little bit. So. And once again, congratulations to Ben Davis High School on winning their 10th state championship over Crown Point, 38-10. to And uh, thanks a lot to uh, Coach uh, Russ Mann, head coach, who had a chance to talk to us. And again, congratulations to the entire Ben Davis community and Ben Davis High School on their 10th state championship. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. Talking now and wrapping things up with uh, my podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. We started this about three years ago, and uh, it's continued to grow and uh, uh, get bigger and bigger. And, of course, nothing bigger happened than what happened this past weekend, Coach, with them crowning state champions across the board for all six classes. Uh, Let's uh, gather some of your thoughts about uh, what you saw down at the state championships. Well, the, you know, the six state championship games uh, basically were very disappointing to me uh, because of the fact that they were not uh, competitive. Okay, right. now the first one, the 1A game between Lutheran and Adams Central ended up being the most mm-hmm. competitive. You know, uh, absolutely, Lutheran jumped out ahead and uh, actually uh, led, what, 28-14 at halftime. Right. And then came back and scored again uh, after the half, and then Adam Central scored the last two. So, um, you know, the, the game ended up 34-28, to 28, six points like it did uh, six points the first time they played because this was the third time in a row they played for the state championship. Right, right. So, anyway um, – I was very, uh, you know, I thought that that, that game uh, would, would set the tone. Uh, I thought that there were some games uh, as we come along here uh, that were going to be lopsided uh, just because of who they're playing. Right. And, uh, but the other ones I didn't think were. So, right. anyway, um, you know, that's my thoughts on the 1A game, right. uh, the first game on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that, uh, you know, and there's so many different factors. And as I was talking to the coaches at the end of each one of the state championship games and talking to the state championship coach, there's so many factors that are involved uh, in this uh, thing. Uh, Everything from, you know, the logistics of moving the kids to Indianapolis, getting in there, playing in the arena that they're playing in. Uh, You know, I mean, there's just, you can't, there's hundreds of them, if not thousands of them. And, uh, who knows how that all adds up uh, to work in kids' minds and work as a team and a team's mind here as far as it goes to uh, getting ready to play for a state championship. I mean, I think that uh, is, you know, there's a part of it and there's so much to it. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, like, you know, like uh, the, the uh, Chittard game. All right. Yeah. Chittard was obviously the favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, Heritage Hills had a long way to come. And right. Heritage Hills is a very young mm-hmm. football team. Okay. They got a sophomore quarterback whose dad played at Purdue. Right. All right. And who's going to be really good someday. But right now, he's struggling. Sure. Right. Against Shatard. Mm-hmm. Shatard scores 35 points 
before Heritage Hill scores seven, and it's 35-7. to seven. Right. 21-0 at halftime. Chittard lines up, beats you up, runs the ball, throws the play-action pass, and then wins the game. Right. That's the formula that they've had for 16 times right. uh, to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and that's that's true, too. And I also felt like, a, you know, Crown Point, we talked about Crown Point all year long, and uh, they certainly were a dominant force. Their coaching staff's incredible. But even uh, their coach, um, you know, uh, talked about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, they knew when coming in against uh, Ben Davis – uh, Coach Pasillo knew that, uh, you know, this was a tough outfit, and he's seen that kind of competition, and uh, he knew, uh, you know, the fact that they were at, it was 10-3 to 3 at halftime, they were fairly pleased with that, um, just the fact that they were able to contain them uh, that that long. But, uh, wow, Ben Davis, what a competitor, what a group of athletes. Incredible show. No question. There's a, there's a, a junior named Marquette Zachary. Actually, it's Mark Zachary the fourth. Uh, I coach Mark Zachary the third mm-hmm. at Ball State as a defensive lineman. Right. Okay. Uh, but Ben Davis was loaded with athletes. Oh, ben yeah. Davis came through uh, the toughest area in in six A that you have because the first game they played was Brownsburg. Yeah, absolutely. And they came through. Uh, Indianapolis Cathedral, and then they came through Center Grove. Right. So this was just uh, a blip, if you will. Right. Uh, you know, in the road, and uh, they were just uh, able to put the hammer on them, and uh, you know, just take care of the of the big bad guys from the north. Absolutely. You know? No question. And the East Central team, they were highly touted as maybe the best team in the state across the board for lots of reasons. And uh, certainly, uh, they did show um, that they were an outstanding uh, football team, an outstanding group of coaches and players. And, um, you know, I was surprised also, I just want to say this, to all the communities, all 12 communities that were down there, I thought, for the most part, were uh, a lot, people showed up to support their team. I thought there were good crowds. I don't know what the number Yeah, were. there were. I don't know. I didn't see the attendance the attendance figure, but I'm sure they didn't set a record, but, right. um, you know, there were, you know, a lot of people that, uh, obviously wanted to come and see the game, sure. you know, uh, uh, Northwood, you know, who, you know, very well. And I know very well, and right. Nate Andrews, uh, you know, talk about coaching him, uh, I didn't coach him personally, but he was on our football team at ball state. Sure. Um, you know, it was, uh, 42 to seven. Right. Actually it was seven, seven. And then it became 42 to seven and then 42 to 14. Right. So, uh, you know, it was 21 to seven, I think at halftime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they've got a guy at East central, uh, named Josh Ringer, uh, who scored three touchdowns, uh, running the football. Mm-hmm. And that totaled, 60 TDs for the year for him. Wow. Lots of them. Yeah. You know, if you would look up and see how many teams scored 60 touchdowns during their season, let's say in a nine game season, how many scored uh, 
you know, 60. 60. As a team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, as a team. Right. So anyway, um, you know, that's the two, second year in a row. They're going to jump up. Uh, they're going to be in 5A next year. And, uh, you know, Ringer's a senior, but they've got some younger guys. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's a very competitive uh, team. No question right. about it. They, Absolutely. They, uh, you know, they well, were uh, – Yeah. Let's talk they – were, they were just outstanding club in all aspects of the game is what I thought. Let's talk for a moment about some other people that will be moving up as a result of the success factor. Uh, Lutheran and Adam Central come to mind uh, right off the bat. Uh, if I'm correct, both of them will move up to uh, 2A next year. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, Shatard will go up to 4A. Uh, East Central will go up to 5A. Um, off the top of my head, I'm sure there's a couple more, but uh, those are the ones that come to mind. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I think, I don't know, I don't think Snyder moves up. Uh, Speaking of Snyder, you know, I thought that game, uh, the 5A game, had a chance to be uh, the best game of the weekend. I really did. And for the first half, it was. I agree. All right. First half, it was. And then all at once, Snyder took control, and then uh, Decatur Central turned the ball over a couple times Mm -hmm. and made some mistakes, and and, um, you know, and then they, Snyder handed the ball to a Buchanan kid, um, and he only ran, uh, what, 80 yards and right. then 90 yards, right, 95 right. yards mm-hmm. uh, yep. for touchdowns. Yep. Okay, so speed kill, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so. Well, I know. But, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Snyder's moving up. I don't, uh, right. I'm not sure about that, but I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coach, uh, Chipman was certainly, uh, very happy. And, uh, I talked to him about that because I've been around Snyder football and watched him play as have you. And, uh, I mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, I've been involved. I was involved in a game a long time ago where we we're up two touchdowns at halftime. They come back and beat us by, by two touchdowns. I mean, they have just got a, uh, and I said that to him, I said, as I've watched Snyder football, they seem to get stronger as the uh, game progresses. By and large, I'm not saying every game, but by and large, they really do seem to do that. And uh, he attributes that to the work ethic of the kids and to the coaches and the parents and that, which is, you know, I'm sure that's very accurate. But, uh, man, they just uh, did a number uh, in the 5A uh, game there to uh, win that state championship. And congratulations to his son, Jake Tippman, who uh, – was the mental attitude award winner. So that's a yeah, it was nice special. thing. You bet. That was special for, uh, for the Chipman family. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then, uh, the one game that we haven't mentioned lures, uh, in two A, I I think, uh, right. lures, uh, uh, you know, it was just a matter of time, you know, North Posey had a long way to go. Right. Uh, hundred, like 170 miles to Indianapolis or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyway, they also play in the Summit Conference. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. they ended up being 12 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they lost to uh, a couple 6A teams and a 5A team. And, uh, you know, that's what they do. And that right. they won their 12th state championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, Lindsay, uh, Kyle Lindsay's dad, Matt. Had won uh, uh, probably nine of those, eight or nine of those right. 
Steve Keeper won uh, two or three of them, and then uh, Kyle won his first. Uh, so that's something special too, because you know one of the things that I I look at is second generation coaches. Yeah, uh, called second generation coaches, and uh, they were. Um, you know, he's a second generation and, uh, his dad, um, won a lot of state championships. I'll tell you during their reign, they, they had athletes coming out their ears. They'd come down there to Indianapolis and just run around people. Right. You know, and (laughs) Snyder, Snyder is like that too. Uh, obviously the 80 and the 95 yarder, uh, probably had as much speed uh, they probably had as much speed as everybody, uh, with the exception maybe of Ben Davis. I right, don't know, but, right. but anyway, um, you know, it's really, it's really a great time, uh, to spend two days down there and you can't go wrong. Uh, no. you know, we were down there and we were in the suite with, with the other coaches sure. and, uh, you know, the, uh, Indiana football coaches association, takes care of getting them lined up so they can get their awards. Right. That's special. Um, you know, and then of course they get the mental attitude award out and that's special. So mm-hmm. everything about the weekend is special. I no agree. Question. I agree. You know, going back to, um, to, uh, the, uh, to lures, I was talking to a coach after the game there and, uh, uh, they, uh, I called a game. I actually got pulled into, uh, calling a game at lures uh, during the season and uh, they won, but uh, they um, they didn't look like a state championship team at that point. But it, they played to the level of their uh, talent they were playing, and I'm not going to say who they were playing. But my point is that, as you've pointed out, their strength of schedule, and I talked to Coach, you'll hear when I talked to him in the interview, about the fact that, you know, what strength of schedule got to do with it. Well, you know, it's got, a lot, in my mind, it's got a lot to do with it if you can stay healthy, and I think that was – his big thing too is if we can stay healthy going through the summit athletic, then we know we got a shot, you know, so no question about it. So outstanding stuff. Anyway, I went, I'm with you coach. I had a lot of fun down there. It was great to be around a, a lot of great players, like great coaches, uh, great communities that celebrated their uh, uh, state championships. And uh, certainly congratulations and never want to take anything away from anybody that uh, is a runner up. That is a great, uh, accomplishment to get down there and to be able to play for a state championship. So we want to congratulate uh, certainly all of our runner up teams too in that. Yeah. I want to mention the IFCA too. We have a board of directors meeting at the state finals Yep. and uh, we had one on Saturday morning and uh, we had probably 70 people at the meeting. Uh, You know, we have region advisors and directors and directors elect and, um, um, you know, people that are uh, assistant coaches, rep, uh, minority reps, and all this thing that we have. And it's just, uh, you know, it's a great time to see everybody. And uh, I will also mention that uh, this coming Friday, uh, the rating board is going to get together at uh, the Sheridan, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to elect the uh, all-state team. Uh, the Indiana Football Coaches Association All-State football team. The top 50 players, uh, the All-State senior teams, the All-State junior teams. Right. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, just the, the 
accumulation of uh, all the things that were happened during the year. And, uh, and it's also a time where the coaches uh, who have done this rating all year get together and, uh, you know, uh, vote for all these kids. And there'll be about 235, 240 kids get, get honored right. uh, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all that's, good stuff. You know, yeah, it'll be good. Absolutely. All right. Well, I tell you what, um, this brings to an end the um, state championship run to the state championship that we've been talking about on the past uh, four weeks here at the podcast. And we certainly, Paul Condre and uh, some folks like that, uh, uh, Kyle uh, Nettenrip and Dave Sockle. And we also uh, want to thank our uh, good buddy, Mike Scavara down there in uh, uh, around Evansville uh, for helping us through this uh, tournament series. And we certainly want to congratulate all the state championship teams um, for uh, their efforts and also, of course, the runner-ups and their efforts also. So it's been fun, and we'll be back. We're going to be talking about different aspects of uh, we got all kinds of different ways we can go. And if anyone has any suggestions, uh, contact uh, Coach Ted Huber, and uh, uh, we'll see what we can do about uh, putting together a podcast about the topic of your choice. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and thanks for being with us here throughout the entire season and on and on, and we'll continue. So stay tuned.